You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by Greg and Chris. Alright guys? Evening. Evening. You know, a few weeks ago when I messed up with introductions, ever since I've focused on the two of your faces when I'm looking at the Skype call, <laughs> just so I, I know exactly who I'm reading out, which sounds silly since I've been speaking to you for the last few minutes, but I'm taking it that seriously that I'd go into the zone and i just stare at Greg's mug looking at the distance and Chris, you with the, the SPL trophy. It's not, it's not enough that you sit staring at me all day at work. You've got to sit and stare at a picture of me at night as well. I <laughs> to get a wee bit worried about you. That's how I get my kicks. As long as, you're, as, as long as you're not thinking about it in any other uh, circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll work, but... <laughs> and I, an attempt to keep the wolf from the door. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> no, hopefully not. not. Hopefully Aye, John's not on. He's obviously selfish. He says he's got a family to do, so we've not got any Aberdeen chat. Sorry, don't need to listen to 10 minutes of Aberdeen formations through the histories in there. That bit's dropped for a night's show. 20 minutes in a 4 4 2. <laughs> I heard they get dropped for his um, racy language last week. That's what I heard. He was, he, was, he, was, he was unceremoniously ditched after his blue. Humour last oh. week. Oh, it's, aye. Um, aye, it was, uh, it was him, him and Laurie. Oh, somebody <laughs> said to Laurie, aye. Oh. Oh. <laughs> aye. Anyway, right, it's a positive podcast. This week because, oh, aye. Oh, it has to be. Like, we'll start off positive and then we'll go downhill for their craft. Aye, right. But uh, the charity bit deserves a mention because we've added to the pot. We managed to get... A totally £34.85 pence added to the pot because Forfar, Dunfermline and Hamilton all won. A straightforward charity bet. 2-0, 3 I think it was, wasn't it? Aye. The only disappointing thing was that Dale Hilson didn't score first. It was Stephen Smith, I think. But I didn't score first, so aye, disappointed in him. But other than that, we've done well. And we've added the total. We're now up at £256.95. Right. So Going. Double so far. So I so hopefully we can repeat that. It's the Scottish Cup coming up, so it's going to be a wee bit more difficult than usual because I'm not a big fan of gambling on the, the cup games because nothing can happen. But we'll see how we get on. Can we save it till the end of the podcast? Is that all right? Yep, fine with me. It's fine. Yep. Aye, I think Greg's got a plan. We'll save it till the end. We'll see. Uh, aye, save it then. It's worth mentioning the Scotland-England game last week because some people were getting excited about it, but unfortunately I didn't get to see any of it really. I was at a gig in Glasgow, ended up getting a bit too steaming at the gig, but no, didn't, didn't see any of the, the game. It was only really the next day, found out the, the ins and outs of the game. Here, Robertson had a good game. Mm. Up and down. I wouldn't say so. So no, here and he was uh, our best player. I think I think getting the goal salvaged his performance somewhat. Yeah. Uh, because I, I think in other spells of the game, he was, he was either looking really good or he was looking pretty poor. Looked, he looked mm-hmm. a bit tired for me, Robertson. I think they'll be asking a wee bit too much of him, but no, I don't I don't think it was one of his better games. I don't think he was the only one that looked tired either, so I wouldn't just level that at him. I think half the team looked tired. 
But I don't yeah, think Brown anybody. Had a good game. Yeah, I don't think anybody on defence put a particular good game. Brown, yeah, he was, he was all right. I wouldn't say he was. I, I don't think there was really anybody stood out for Scotland. Mm-hmm. With the possible exception of Johnny Russell, he seemed to look pretty good when he came on. Uh, he only got like 15, 20 minutes in the game, so. Uh, and, it was some, somewhat ironic that when Johnny Russell and Stevie May come on, they actually looked reasonably good up front. Maybe hindsight's a great thing, and but maybe if they. Had they switched up a wee bit and, and gone with them for the start or a wee bit earlier on, it might have been a different, a different turnout. But no, Chris is right. I think it was a pretty lacklustre performance of Scotland, really. I think the real disappointment was after the Ireland game, Strachan had said that he'd expected to make a few changes because they'd given their all in that game. And then he kinda, the players came out and said they wanted a, a crack at England and he's, he kinda, he's, he's almost caved to their, uh, their wishes to give them that game. But they didn't offer anything up for us, so... I think maybe he should have stuck to his guns there and played a few of the fringe players because, like you say, Stevie May and uh, Johnny Russell, when they came off the bench, he looked pretty sprightly and might have done something if they'd been given a bit longer in the game. I thought uh, I thought England played pretty well, though, because there was, was all this sort of talk before the game of how Scotland would be more up for it than England would be, but that, that certainly didn't appear to be the case in the night. I thought for the get-go they were... Uh, they looked determined to put in a good performance, closing down, giving us no time in the ball... Uh, and I think I think their game plan worked a treat to Bond. It's, it's a sign. It's a sign of a good side. I mean, that is even a brilliant England side. But you know, we we pull it back. We peg it back to two one, and now we need to just hold it for a couple of minutes and then chuck the kitchen sink. And sure enough, they, they literally walk up to the end of the park and, and make it three one. I think that's I think that is a difference. I think it's maybe in some ways it might not be a bad thing that result because I think it kind of keeps everybody's feet in the ground a wee bit. Aye. Oh, still think... as a still as a gulf between. A decent Scotland side we've got just now in like the, the real top European sides. I think as far as England go, that's probably the best I've seen them playing in a oh, very aye. long time now. Aye, definitely, definitely. Aye, one positive is we won the, the game that mattered in that double header. Exactly. The, the England game was very much secondary and I, I'm still going over the winter period with a lot of positivity. Looking forward to the, the games in March. Yep, definitely. Aye. So in the, the Premiership, at the weekend, I wanted to start off uh, as sports scene did with the Partick Thistle Aberdeen game, which is kind of a bit back to front, but they did it, so I'm going to do it. And I wanted to focus on the goal. There was only one goal, came for a penalty. I don't think it's, I think it's a bit harsh to give the, the handball in that incident. Obviously, his arm wasn't in a natural position. I don't like saying that, but. Pundits love to use it, so I'll pretend I'm a pundit for a second. So despite it not appearing in the, the rules, I'm going to say ah, it, it wasn't in a natural position. So, But I still think it's a bit harsh. But anyway, it was the offside I wanted to mention. Now, I like it when the rule book comes out, and Sutherland had the rule book out, uh, and he was talking about Goodwillie. The, the ball comes over, he's clearly in an offside position, but the ball doesn't touch him, he ducks. And then the, the keeper has to make a save, goes out for the corner, which then leads to the penalty. And Sutherland was going on about, ah, he's definitely not offside because of... And then he, he spouts off for the rule book. And he's saying that he's not offside because he's not directly in the, the keeper's line of sight. He's not between the keeper and the ball. But he is, because he does. Which, <laughs> aye, which is fair enough. He's, he's saying that he has to be exactly between the keeper and the ball. But aye, as you say, he ducked. But what they failed to mention was that there's another bit in the rule that says you're offside if you make a gesture or movement, which in the opinion of the ref deceives or distracts an opponent. So again, which is, yeah, yeah he, was, he was going to get the ball and then he ducked it last minute. So 
I just don't know why they went to the rule book and then failed to understand it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and, and the exact same programme they were talking about how Inverness are top of the league. I mean, they, they, they seem you know, to have just, just decided to completely ignore the goal difference. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and we all know it does. <laughs> it's a strange one because I'm never quite sure if it's live or how delayed it is because it seems to be taking place that evening. But I'm not 100% sure he asks us to get involved via Twitter and so on, but he never really responds to, to any live tweets. It's all tweets that have happened earlier that day. I, I think the live tweets get put like get overlaid in the, during the programme itself. In fact, I'm not even sure the live tweets, to be honest, because they're not interested in what us boring normal people have to say. I want a tweet I seen that Aye. popped up last night was for Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> I see, it's no good me tweeting it because... I watch it on a Monday evening, so I'm I'm well there. <laughs> I'd be tweeting and saying, "Oh, what's this about the rule book? I've got it wrong." That's that, right, would be, that would be some trick if they could get into the future and pluck your, <laughs> your, your tweet for 24 hours ahead. You, you, you're, you're one of these people that they have, that Ant and Deck have to tell you that don't if you're watching <laughs> plus one or on demand, then don't phone. <laughs> See, they could just go for the safe option and just says Craig once again complains about our use of the rule book <laughs> or, or lack of proper use. Aye. Anyway, that's I, I went to have a wee moan about that because I, I, I like I like delving into the the rule book again and again talk about it. But I was in sports scene with Davidson uh, getting it tight for for dismissing him when he had a trial at St Johnson. That's <laughs> right. I mean, seven goals in seven games, that's, that's a pretty good return for anybody. Oh, aye, aye. Aye, Motherwell as well, they were saying, Greg. Aye, aye, was, uh, went as far as going this a, a pre-season thing to Portugal with Motherwell, but at the time, I mean, to be fair, a lot of Motherwell fans are jumping up and down about this, saying, oh, we should have Claps, we have bought Claps. At the time, McCall came out and said, look, cracking guy, good player, he'll do a job for somebody, but he's not the type of player we're looking for. And he's spot on, because if you, I think if you look at that Dundee side, they're creating a barrel of the chances for Clarkson. So he is going to score a few. You look at the mother, we'll say, we're creating next to hee-haw. So if you were to swap him for John Sutton just now, I don't think he'd be scoring seven goals in seven games because we're creating the, the square root of nothing. I think that was the type of player we were trying to get, somebody who could create as opposed to somebody who can stick the ball away. So I don't I, I, I don't really lay too much of the blame at McCall's feet for doing that one. I think uh, I think we've got a goal scorer just now. The problem is we can't get the ball to him to score. Aye, but in all seriousness, we Celtic, that's them top of the table because we'll count goal difference. But it's, he's finally got there. The the calls uh, sacking him have quietened down a, a lot over the last few weeks and could potentially potentially progress in the Europa League group. This is it Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Aye, so aye, and game in hand as well, Chris. Yeah, aye, game in hand comes the teams next up and running. Week. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, there's still a lot of work to be done with that team. Uh, it's again, the, the, it took a while to get going against Dundee, and then when they finally did get the, the goals just either side of half time, we kind of went back to sleep again and let Dundee back into the game. Now, I, I would prefer that Dundee they played really well on Saturday, and I, I can see why they're uh, sitting in the top six at the moment. And I wouldn't be surprised if they finished in the top six either, because 
they're, they're a decent footballing team and like uh, Greg says they're creating plenty of chances for the likes of David Clarkson I don't think his goal was in special he kind of pounced on an opportunity this time but uh, he's, a, he's a good player to have in the team there's, there's, there's a good few players in that team as well I mean uh, McPake looks pretty solid at the back uh, the likes of Paul McGowan, who's a good uh, acquisition as well for Dundee. So yeah. there's certainly there's a good team there for Dundee, and Hartley's getting the best out of them. Was Forrest as good as the highlights suggested? Yes. Or, or did they just talk him up? No, he was easily our best player on Saturday. I mean, he he, he created both goals somewhere along the line. Despite, I mean, there was the was it Kevin Thompson that fouled him for the the free kick that we got the first goal from, which was. Awful marking. They didn't show, I don't think they showed it in the highlights, but the early in the game, Chris Commons had a free header in front of the goal as well, and they sclaffed it wide. So that was the second time in the game, just before half time, that they'd uh, given somebody a free header. Unfortunately for them, Stokes was able to put that one in the net. And then of course Forrest uh, was uh, part of the the build up with Adam Matthews down the right hand side for the second goal, which was well finished by Gadetti. So, but yeah, there was other points in that game that Forrest was one causing the, the most problems. So uh, it's good to see him back, and I just hope that now finally he can maybe get a run in the team and not get uh, caught up in injuries again. Ah, he's not had a good time of it. Uh, uh, moving on to the Inverness Motherwell game, Greg, and I'm sure I've seen you in an Inverness strip. Right. the keeper, the keeper, and then blasting it into the crowd, skying it over a bar. Aye, it's uh, vintage, vintage. <laughs> Aye, it's the kind of thing I would do. I think I, I think Inverness were guilty of that a few times on, on Saturday. By all accounts, having having seen the highlights and listened to a wee bit of the the report on the radio, I think I think it could have been I think it could have been six. <laughs> to be perfectly frank, I don't think that would have um, I don't think that would have flattered. Inverness, they were by far the better side. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's it's just really worrying stuff. We come off a, off the back of a good result against Dundee United, albeit a wee bit backs to the wall, but there was a, a degree of fight and determination. We had an international break, and you think we're going to come back flying, ready to go, and, and we were absolutely hammered. Inverness, I mean, we had one shot on target, I think, and it's it's gone in. And like I say, Inverness could have scored at least another two or three, so. The defence at the moment is just a, a total shambles, an absolute shambles. So I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is. I'm afraid it's uh, not looking like there's any good news anytime soon. Ah, well, you've got a new manager coming in at, at some point. Well, that's see, that's just the thing as well. You kind of hope that's going to. I think everybody's now pinning their hopes in the fact that if we get somebody else in the door, that might a give us a wee bit of a boost and maybe we'll be like a couple of players in the loan. But there's a whole. There's a whole rigmarole just now with the ownership issue as well, and until that's settled, I don't think there's going to be anything happening with a manager, and I don't think that's looking like being settled probably till next week. So you could be looking at another three three weeks down the line before you've got MD and MD and post. I mean, we've got a cup game coming up this weekend, which is more or less going to see our season finished because it's Dundee United, and then we've got Celtic, I think, after that. So I mean, we could be looking at a couple of absolute houndings before we even get somebody else in the door. But the only, I mean, the only upside is, I think that result on Saturday puts paid to any chance uh, Kenny Black get the job on a full-time basis. So I suppose, I suppose every cloud's got a silver lining. <laughs> Positivity. Well, it is, because, I mean, after the Dundee United result, there was talk of saying, oh, well, you know, Kenny Black's name will be in the frame. Absolutely no chance. Get him hunted back to Airdrie. Aye. Um, any other games that you wanted to mention? Yeah, can I moan about the... Premiership. The, the Dundee United Kilmarnock game. Why did Kilmarnock change their strip to something that looked even more like the Dundee United strip? 
<laughs> had, nah, it's it was, bizarre, it was, isn't it? It was black with orange uh, flashes on it, as opposed to their blue and white stripes, because obviously that clashes with orange. Ah, that, that's where the ref should be stepping in. It's his job, after all. Uh, I don't want ref to do job, That's the easiest bit of his job. Even I could do that. We, we could do that. See what we're talking about refs? Shall we move on to the, the big game of the championship? Oh, aye. aye. We've, we've got to talk about the big game in the championship. Dumbarton against Hubs. Yep, 6-3, wasn't it? 6-3, aye. Or Aloe against Falkirk. Five-goal thriller, that game. All joking aside, I mean, it's, it's, it's worth mentioning Hibs, I think, given that they had a, a stuttering start to the season, they know, because they're at least certainly going forward, they're starting to the start, back, but goals in, and they're not coming, depending, you know, Hearts and Rangers do between now and then, assuming there'll be more points to be dropped, so we might find that Hibs are, Hibs are in about the mix come the, end of the, come the end of the year as well. Oh, aye, for them, the winning the league's gone. But in the playoffs, anything can happen. Definitely. Oh, you've got to be in it to win it. That's what I've heard, Greg. Hello, this is Derek Ray, and you're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Opportunity to send them off. I think that's where it was daft. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that there was a connection there. I know that Daly was, uh, he was upset about the, the screaming that was coming from him. I don't think there was a connection there. I think he, he did jump out the way like like you would do if somebody's coming at you like that. But uh, he, he gave him the option. I don't think that was too too bad. And pulling that red card out, I think he could have. I think he could have maybe spoken to his linesman, maybe taken a second to have a look back, assess the situation. He seemed awful keen to be reaching for the reaching for the red card. And I mean, I suppose when you see it from a distance away, it looks like a reckless challenge. But then when you see it in the replay. I mean, his foot is relatively flat by the time it's anywhere near Patterson. And I mean, at the end of the day, there isn't really any contact. There's certainly no significant contact that would warrant Patterson going down in the manner he did and rolling about like he'd been shot. I mean, I think, yeah, I think he's got to take a bit of a look at himself in this instance as well, because that's, I mean, that's downright cheating. There is no way he is he is injured to any sort of degree that would require him to roll about the ground, slapping it and holding his leg. It's, that's, it's, I mean. Players get slated rightly for cheating, and he should be getting slated for that as well, because that's an absolute disgrace. Yep, yep. I think that the thing, the way he acted, it, it makes it difficult for the, the McCarty situation where he has seriously hurt himself, and I think there's got to be something in the, the referee's mind where uh, you, you stop believing. It's like the boy who cried, cried wolf. You, you're going to stop believing when somebody's seriously injured because there's all this rolling about screaming. But for that, that incident there when uh, Miller went in, now a, a lot of people are saying that that should have been a red card and again, I think he, he gave the, the referee the option to issue the red card. But I think the injury made it wor- look worse than it was. I think Miller did something that I find myself doing if ever I do a slide tackle. I slide in front of the player, I slide to try and get get the ball, I know you're meant to do that, but to get the ball rather than going through the player, I think he was he was a bit reckless. Uh, it's definitely a yellow card at the, at the minimum. But I don't know. I've, I've seen it given as a red card and I've seen it also given as a yellow card, especially when you consider that it's a striker. It's a, a typical striker's challenge. I think the difference with Miller is I think you could see it coming. The, just the way he was running over to uh, McHattie, it looked as if he was just going to whack him. Yes. It was, it's as if the red master descended. It was, it was, so I think there was, there was a definite intent to just go in and 
what I come up in there. No, maybe he was going to try and get the ball as well. I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't. I'm not in his head. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah. The, 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 there was definite look about. Uh, he's going to lunge in here. Yeah, you want as well. Of the three that of what the because it was obviously the the one that Smith was sent off on the boy one later on as well. I think of the three, the the Miller one's probably the worst. What was the what was the score when when those challenges happened? Was it two nothing? Uh, it was a uh, well, it was one 0 when Miller did it. Right, so it was still one 0 So Stephen like. Like the game's gone at two nothing, and you know he decides he's going to go and have a lunge at someday. That at that point the game's still very much alive, so it seems like a crazy, a crazy decision to go and make that type of challenge and then risk yourself getting sent off because at one nothing the game's still, I mean the game's still there to be won. I could understand at two nothing if it's like Chris is saying if it's the red mist, then you think oh well the game's gone, so I'm going to go and I'm going to go and stick the boot in and get a cheer for the support sort of thing. But when it's at one 0 that's a that's an odd uh, that's an odd uh, strategy. Uh, and some people were saying that uh, Boyd's was a, a red card. For me, I think that's uh, the least likely to be a red card. It was probably up there with the sorest, but I think the the pain was because of the way that the it's boot, uh, the way it connected with the what defender was it? I can't mind the guy's name. But anyway, whoever it is, the way because he kicked Boyd's boot at the same time, and that's always going to be a sore one. Mm-hmm. But, but I just think. We see that so often. We see yellow cards given for that much more often than a red card. It's, it's not the type of challenge you see get given sent off. So I think that was the, the least the least of the three. Fun off, I think the one that did give a red card for was probably the least of the three. <laughs> the one that wasn't a red card. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was maybe a booking. Maybe a booking if Patterson doesn't roll about. Like he's been, uh, like he's a screaming eye. But I and, tell you, the other, the other guy that's been booked with should have been Nicky Law. He's been booked for diving. Oh, that's terrible. That's a, a terrible dive. Uh, yep. I thought he had a good chance there. Yep, I don't. I just don't understand no it at all. Because I mean, the defenders actually played the ball on him. So he's, he, at, that, at that stage, he's almost still got it under control. Yeah, crazy decision. Then his reaction—he doesn't get up. He makes himself look like a total dick. But then that because I mean, the TV cameras are going to show that again. So. You know, just pick yourself up and go on mate. McCulloch had a, a silly one as well with Gomez and he, he knocked the ball past Gomez and, you know, he probably could have got the ball if he tried but instead he decided to seek him out and actually try and grab him and then pretend he was blocked. That was another embarrassing one. Uh, and then I also wanted to mention the penalty incident because when I seen it, I'm not a fan of blacks, I'm just uh, I'm calling them all sorts because there was no reason for him to do that at the edge of the box. And then... I was watching the highlights, and you know, I think Walker dived. I don't think I don't think there was contact. I think he was he was certainly looking for it. That's not necessarily an issue, but I think he stopped, and it, it almost like he tripped over the ball. I don't think he was tripped. Nah. And it's something. Uh... Uh, I think Black thought that as well because you seen in the replay Black shouting at Walker. I think they must know each other because he he just kept shouting at him, shouting at him. Walker's haven't done it obviously. See, I think Black. It was clumsy. If yeah. I don't think it was any more than that. Yes. I mean, I'd, I've seen people suggesting he should have got a second yellow for it. I don't think so. I think it's a clumsy challenge. The penalty is probably the right decision. I wouldn't have given any more than that. It's probably the one thing I would agree with the referee on. I mean, if, if he's if he, if his momentum is such that it's taken him into the player, if he's if he has dived or fallen or whatever, then you could argue that his momentum is is is, is too high because if he was still standing, his momentum would take him into the player standing, which would result in them, you know. Would result in there being contact in there as well. So again, given the position in the box, there's just there's no need. There's absolutely no need to to 
just a dive in in that area because the guy's gone next to nowhere. Yep, I agree. I agree. But I, I watched it. They had a couple angles in sports scene. And that's what that's what I thought because I was trying to see exactly whether a uh, the black done a wee sneaky clip, which I wouldn't surprise me if he did because he's, he's that type of player. He's he's a very fly guy, or whether he just uh, misjudged the run and bundled them over. But I that's the way I seen it. But everyone sees things differently. What's uh, what's your verdict then? Do you think that's the you're going to concede the league to Hearts, or do you think there's going to be a more drama to come? Well, mathematically, no chance. No way, because, well, there's another two games left. So then that could quite easily bring it back to three points. Now, eh, if that does if it does become tight, the fact that we're playing at their gaff in the last game of the season is going to be crazy. But anyway, mathematically, I think eh, there's no chance it's over. I think it's very much on. Will it happen? I don't know. I think Hearts are going through a, a sticky patch right now, and their sticky patch involves them winning, yeah. which is massive for them. Yeah. Uh, it, was fun- it, sorry, sorry, it was funny. It was funny. I noticed before the game. Um, I was watching some of the tweets. McBrookie said before the game, the bulk of the money had been going on Rangers on Saturday. I think when the Hearts team had been announced, there was obviously a couple of key players missing. A lot of people had looked at that as maybe an opportunity to, for Rangers to get the three points and maybe. Maybe even get into the games as, as slight favourites in the in terms of the bookmakers' markets. But like you're saying, it's a sign of a good side. It's a sign of a side that's going to win the league. And they're maybe a wee bit under strength and not playing so well. And they, they still grind out, you know, one nils and two nils as, as Hearts did on Saturday. I think, I think that result might be pretty ominous for for Rangers. The problem yeah. Rangers have got now though is they need snookers. Yeah. They've only got two more league games against Hearts and they're nine points behind, so they can only make up six themselves. So technically, Rangers can't win the league. Hearts can only win it. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. I. I just. I think that the Rangers, even when we've been winning by quite a few goals, it's never been brilliant. I've. N- I've not seen ninety mi- minutes of brilliance. I. We continue to play players like Black that I just don't think he. D- he doesn't warrant inclusion. I. I did appreciate trying daily out of the weekend because I've been calling for him to come on. I'm not a big fan of him, but he's been very good as an impact player. He's been coming on. He did play, but I don't think McCoy's did it because he's been listening to me. I think he did it because he wanted some a bully who can jump in the air and slap yeah, the, down. The only impact he made was his elbows. <laughs> I was going to Chris Gann before me. <laughs> Everybody was queuing up to make that one there as soon as you said that. <laughs> oh uh, but that's his game. That's that's how he's made his money. Being the big guy who can bounce defenders off him. He's definitely not there for his silky skills or his pace. But I had hoped to get uh, the footy gaffer from the forum on the podcast tonight because I thought he would have uh, provided a good insight, a good hearts insight to the game because uh, I'm sure he's he's chuffed with the way the season's going. Uh, not only the club at uh, the top of the table, but they're also doing it in the right way, as in they're building a, a squad for the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, aye, doing it the right way. And hopefully it's one they can afford. Well, aye. I think all signs are pointing to that. Yeah. I think it'll be really interesting come uh, come the weekend when, when they face Celtic again because let's be honest, the last time they face Celtic they get cuffed, and that's well, I think I think that's he, that's a, a a sign for Hearts how they go on against bigger league opposition. I wouldn't even agree with that because the last time they played us was a League Cup game uh, earlier this season, and when they did that, they had a decent chance to equalise. Yeah, they were probably the better team before we even scored in the first place. 
And it was only after an own goal in the second half that made it 2-0 that they were really looking like they, they, they were defeated. So I, I think Hearts gave a good account of themselves in that game. And with I think Castle backing, there's always a chance. I think I think given the home advantage on Saturday will be will play a big part for Hearts in there. But again, you would you would expect there would still to be a, a golf in class between the two, or or who knows? I don't know. Maybe you know maybe they maybe they get their, their players that are missing back in and they actually put up a, a decent fist. But I think I think a lot of people will be looking on with interest, given that they're looking like the the best team in the championship and one that's certainly going to come up to the league next season. Just how they might cope if indeed they go with the same squad they've got just now. Mm-hmm. I've just got a message from the footy gaffer. He's he's listening, and he says that Makati's out for six weeks. Six weeks, which is, to be honest, I think that's pretty good because I feared it was going to be worse than that. Yeah, I was off. I was in a buzzer all yeah. three months at one point, so six weeks is probably a, a bonus. But still, yeah. it's six weeks is out. That's it's a bit of a blow. Uh, he says that Miller took a fifty-yard run up. Did take a big run up. He <laughs> <laughs> must have run for Leith. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so uh, you're talking about the Scottish Cup, thirteen to two for Hearts. Aye, it's I mean it's at a home. price it's a price that's you know, it's gotta be worth it's gotta be worth a couple of quid, but Aye. We'll get the food gaffer's tips because he's a professional gambler. He'll be able to tell us where the smart money's going. Not like you, Greg. Not like <laughs> me. Are you waiting to see when I bring home the bacon yet again this weekend? I'll bring home <laughs> I bring home a big pot for a charity, none of this piffling thirty pound here and there. <laughs> I'd a bet on the Highland League. Because McBookie had their offer, a free £5 bet, uh, or, or it was money back if you lost. Had a, a fiver on, I can't remember, Clayton or Cudden, something like that, some weird team anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for offending anyone that's that supports them. But anyway, they're rubbish, because they were at home against a team that was one place below them in the league, so I expected it to be tight, but I thought it's worth a risk, it was pretty much evens. But a fiver on it, they lost 6-1. 6-1, I'm, I'm not touching the Highland League again, that's, keep, keep, that's not fair. I keep telling you to avoid Bucky, don't I? It's advice that you need to take by the way through your life, not just not just what you're doing on a Friday night. Avoid them in the coupon as well, stay clear of the Bucky. <laughs> I love in the rap look, that's what you're meant to <laughs> Aye, right, so the Scottish Cup this coming weekend, is there anything that jumps out for the, first of all, the first scorer bet? Well, it opens up possibilities now because you've got because we don't need to pick a necessarily a lower league player. We can it does. We can finally look at some of the SPL sides. So I mean, I guess you're looking at. I mean, well, there's there's Gadetti at Celtic, worth a punt. You, do you gamble on Clarkson at Dundee getting another one? Maybe that's a stretch too be. far. Inverness, Billy Mackay, maybe after his miss. Oh, I don't know. Playing well, I know he scored. Good, see, good strikers like. Like me and Billy Mackay, we'll tell you the same thing. You need to be in the right place. You need to be in the right place to miss them, Craig. It's a sign of a good striker. First, I don't have any of the odds available on the, the McBookie ah. side. They've got quite a lot of markets up already for the, the Scottish Cup, but not the first scorer. So we're going to have to be a wee bit blind here. As I mentioned on Twitter, uh, from Johnny G. Is it Johnny sixteen ninety? He suggested. <laughs> he suggested Boyd. But I, I don't know if he's been watching Boyd <laughs> too closely in the league because he doesn't look like scoring. But I tell you, he has been scoring in the Cups, so could be a shout. Aye, I don't know. It's, it's tricky with the odds because there, there could be some there could be some real good value in Aye. some of the Dundee United players. Somebody maybe like Conley for Dundee United that 
on the score sheet. On Saturday, and he, he ran right at Fir Park last time out. He might be decent odds as well. So we either lump for one just now or we, we sit on it till midweek and to get the prices out and then pick somebody decent value. Oh, I, I, no, I want to lump on it now. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. And that Gadetti will be rotten because he's been rotten odds for a few weeks now. Yeah. Aye. Aye, Clark, I'm thinking Clarkson Clarkson. as well might be poor. Clarkson will be rotten or not. Aye. Um, who's the Hibs guy again? Malonga, or is, it, is that his name? Malonga, aye. Aye, He scored a hat-trick. He's a good player. He scored a hat-trick at the weekend there. Uh, along yeah, with six Alo. goals. Aye. Wait, Aloha leaked three goals against Falkirk. That might be a good shout. Right, Malonga then, of Hibs. Yep. Right, good shout. And then for the, the McBookie charity bet, the the double treble, whatever we decide to go for. I'm wanting to discount Rangers. I don't I want don't, to include them. Don't worry, they weren't included. No. Right, but Greg's, Greg's right, got a plan. I'll give you my away treble, and it's Hamilton away to Patrick Thistle, Inverness away to St Mirren, Dundee United away to Motherwell. Right, aye. We were, aye. I think Dundee United's a good shout, and Hamilton, another yep. good shout. Nevertheless, at St Mirren, aye, no ball. Sounds good to me. But do you know what that right. £10 returns you for a treble? £118. Really? Mm-hmm. Huge prices. You're getting Aye. better than evens in Dundee United, better than evens in Inverness, and Hamilton at 13 to 8. Astonishing prices for McBookie. Aye. Right. That's it. I'm into that. I know. I'm into that myself. <laughs> for the notice. Because <laughs> I've got a fiver back after my stupid Highland League bet. Right, Dundee United, Hamilton, Inverness, £10 on that, courtesy McBookie, returns £118.52. I'll That's it. That. Yep. deal and Malunga of Hibs to score first against, was it Aloha? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorted. I'm not seeing Hibs in the list. Hold on a second, I had a wee minute ago. Uh, no, you're right enough. I don't see them listed. Are you either. giving me duff information here, guys? I'm I'm not going to be too happy about this. You, I'm going to have to dock your wages. I don't see that. I don't see it listed on the. Uh, that's definitely the tie, though, isn't it? Mhm. Aye. Right. I don't okay. See it listed in McBurkey. That's odd. Aye. Right. We'll go with it anyway. Malonga scored first for Hibs against Salah. But McBurkey's not got odds. They've not even got the game yet. Yeah. But they'll have it sorted. Don't worry. Right, we'll add to that. Was it two hundred and something pound? Two hundred two, and eighty pounds. Right, well, I thought it was two five six. No, but more than that. Two eight. Two five six. Two, five, Ninety-five six. pence. Good memory, Greg. Right, and we touched on the Europa League on Thursday, Chris. Do you think yep. you'll progress on Thursday? Don't know. I really don't. I, I, I've, like the, this is the best team in the group we're playing. I think. Uh, we were, we did really well. We took the lead against them twice, and uh, our defence let us down. Denier went off injured at half time on Saturday because he did what you said earlier about kicking a guy that was trying to block a clearance. Uh, so we don't know how bad that injury is. Hopefully it's all right because Effie uh, Ambrose was a Effie nightmare. Um, but we are we are very hit and miss. We can't play Gadetti obviously, so we're going to be missing. A striker, our top, basically our top goal scorer. We do have Commons back though, so that might make a difference. Uh, we're at home, and so far we've managed to get two wins at home and two draws away. So if we get if we win this, we're through, which is good. But 
whether we'll get the win, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was another draw. Um, but it's going to depend very much on whether we turn up or not. Aye, BT Sport 1. A decent kick-off time, Chris. You'll be appreciating yeah, that. Something up. Aye, five past eight, yep. Definitely. We might have been bed, six o'clock. Only a six o'clock nonsense. Aye, it's a, a busy week. Uh, a busy weekend for the, the TV fan. Well, I'm going to include Thursday night and that, obviously. The Celtic against... Uh, is it just Salzburg in Europe, Chris? Am I, I think so, yeah. Red Bull? Aye, not always say Red Bull, no. No, no, I'll not say that then. Uh, Dundee against Aberdeen. It's on BBC One. Saturday lunchtime, 12.15. And then on Sunday's Rangers against Kilmarnock, Sky Sports 2, quarter to one. And then quarter past three, Sky Sports 2, Hearts versus Celtic. So it's a busy weekend for the, the armchair fan. Scottish Cup weekend. Always a big weekend for the true football supporters. Big Cup weekend. Uh, I remember when it was in January, no November. Mm-hmm. Those were the good old yep. days. Good old days. I'm going to save her this weekend because it'll be the last Scottish Cup weekend I'll see for another year. <laughs> <laughs> another first round of the Cup, another chance to see who's going to pump Motherwell at the first uh, hopefully, hopefully you're right about that because we've just put money in on United. Oh, that's a certainty, <laughs> man. Racing certainty. I'm, I, I, far be it for me to, 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 to back United, but if you were looking at Dundee United minus one, you might be getting 3-1 on them at McBricky. Just saying. Not that I'd be backing that, obviously, but you know. <laughs> aye, aye, it's good odds. But no, I'm not going to be greedy. I'm just going to go for the, the treble. <laughs> I'm just going to go for the uh, 10 to 1 treble. Aye, that'll do me. Right, I think that's it then. Unless there's anything else you wanted to discuss. Do you want to talk about all the, the rule breaking that's been going on that's been announced just in the last few years? Do you know, I would like to discuss that because I'd like to hear what it's all about because I, I know the team's involved. I'm not 100% sure of what went on. Is right. it a tie, a tie getting replayed or something? Is that right? Yeah, Peterhead have been ordered to replay a League One match against Air United because they fielded Reese Donaldson, who was suspended, played the full 90 minutes on the 15th of November. So, for some obscure reason, that's been ordered to be replayed and uh, Peterhead have been fined 10 grand. Oh, see, that's going to happen to Hearts playing Patterson. That's what's <laughs> And Neil Doncaster came out and said, in the interest of sporting integrity and fairness to both sides. Now, how on earth is this fair to Air United? That's nonsense. Is there, no, is there not a precedent being set for us a few years ago? Our team's not kicked out a few years ago for doing exactly the same thing. Oh, that was the Scottish Cup. This isn't the Scottish Cup, this is League One. Oh, right, OK. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a league. The league's okay. rules. In the original game, Rory McAllister scored a hat-trick and I've been watching my bookie getting oh, yeah, some, some liquors in a twist over this because obviously there's a top goal scorer market there and they don't know whether those three goals now count. Aye, aye, right enough. They chalk the three goals off, don't they? Maybe. Maybe. Aye, I don't think they, they knew because they were speaking to STV Grant mm-hmm. uh, trying to work it out. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> if the game's null and void, though, then surely all that becomes null and void. Points, goals. It's essentially just well, one. Because as I remember, it's uh, obviously that's different because it's uh, Europe and not uh, Scottish football. But the Lega Warsaw game, which got us uh, the, the reprieve in the Champions League qualifiers, the any bookings that took place in those games still counted. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. So although it was overturned to be oh. a 3 0 victory for Celtic, 
the it was, it was still if you were booked in that game, you were, is that still counted towards your your, your tally? Yeah, that's all done. Aye, yeah. and well, that's UEFA. This is uh, the SPFL. You, we all know that they rushed through the rules. Aye, there's flag packet rules again. Aye. Everybody's guessing what we're doing here. But that, I mean, that's not the only thing that's happened today because Livingston have been deducted five points over tax breaches that happened in 2010-11 when they were paying uh, bonuses and they didn't pay the tax for that, which meant they shouldn't have been able to register players and they did. So they've been fined 10 grand as well as the five points. So, I mean, not paying That's not tax, good now. That's not good now. Not paying your tax, playing ineligible <laughs> players. Imagine getting into trouble for this. Never happens. Chris, I don't, I don't know what you're on about. I don't know, Greg. I'm going to have to edit this bit out the podcast. Right? I'm going to be up all night doing this. Scandalous, scandalous. Aye, ah, what's the point in docking them points now? That's away in the past. So three, four years ago. Well, I suppose the guy dock, the guy need to go back and start a points deduction on from the previous seasons, can they? Aye, just take the off from isn't it? Oh no, we don't do that either. Greg, I'm, this is this is getting even worse. You know what I'm, cut it even you know more. I'm not saying in here. I'm not getting involved in this this, uh, this old firm nonsense, this sectarian nonsense. You know what? You know, you know what they should. I've, I've got it. You know what they should really do? They should tough what? them out of the Ramsden's. No, it's not the Ramsden's Cup. The Petrofact Training Cup, and just get, just give it to the winner of uh, Rangers and Alwa. <laughs> right, that's that sounds alright. That sound, you like that one? Aye. <laughs> Aye, uh, an addition to the, the trophy oh. cabinet. <laughs> Here's an idea. They, they, they could put a wee asterisk next to the, the 2003-04 League Cup that loving someone, because I can't think of anything else of one. <laughs> there you go, just a wee asterisk. That. We'll just we'll just kid on Hibs one that now. <laughs> Aye, but they do, they make it up as they go along. Oh, they do, it's just, it's, it's, it's fag packet what really ruins us. Aye. That's, another, that's another point, right? See the, the Peterhead game? How come it's after the event that they've been punished for it? Because I thought if you discovered it after the event, you couldn't do anything about it. That's what, uh, who's that ball bag that works for the SFA? Well, but yeah, that's no, no, you need to narrow it down a bit, guys. <laughs> the, the, the registration guy. I forgot what his name is. How do a blazer on? I know. Oh, I forgot. I've completely, oh, I his know. name has completely escaped me, but he gave evidence at the Lord Nimmo Smith case. And he, it was basically his uh, evidence was, uh, well, we didn't know about it until now, so because we didn't know about it at the time, we can't do anything about it, which is ridiculous. I cannot remember. Bryson. Sandy Bryson. Him. Oh, that still doesn't ring a bell. Oh, look him up. I'll check I'll out his Wikipedia page. Aye. Funnily enough, he's been at the, the SFA quite a while because he was also involved uh, back when a certain Jorge Cadetti's uh, registration was held up. But uh, fortunately it's easier. In that instance, a certain Jim Varry fell on his sword. It's easier just to chop this whole bit off, Greg, just the last right. five minutes. You should write a book about all this, Chris. Ah, you should, Chris. Oh, he's away. He's went in the huff. <laughs> <laughs> he's dropped the He's used up too much. He's, he's, he's internet having a rant. I've cut him off. Uh... Wait a minute though, Greg, because now, despite Chris having technical <laughs> issues, nobody knows that. They might think I have <laughs> cut him off. <laughs> oh, that's not right. David, oh, worries now, his, David worries his internet connection chop. We're going to have to wait until he comes back on now or else I'm going <laughs> to be the bad guy. 
Wie die ist mein Stäbmann hier. Ah, oh, ja, ja. Ich das wieder mal. Ich spare es nicht. Ich so acker, ich oft. Ich lasse schon Thanks for coming on and thanks for your rant, Chris. Nobody ever here. Right, cheers, guys, and on thanks for listening to uh, the Foot Gaffer and Al Corta was listening as well. Right, cheers, so guys, for that. Some live listeners. Uh, they might you. be the only ones that get to hear it because the recording failed. <laughs> <laughs> Lost forever. Yeah, uh, we might have some snippets, but uh, they might be just two of them. It says something about Mansfield. When all you can do when you're on a free night in Mansfield on company expenses is sit and listen to this pish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, well, we're yourself out, Cotter. Get yourself out. <laughs> I get himself one of them naughty channels. I there's time yet. It's only 10 o'clock. Pick up players going around. It's not even free view time yet. <laughs> right, thanks, guys. I'll speak to you next week. Cheers. Right, cheers. Cheers. Bye.